Hello, my name is David Lesner, and I'm one of the pastors at Creekwood United Methodist Church. We are located in Fairview, Texas, right east of Allen, just north of the Dallas area. The sermon you're about to hear was recorded at one of our worship services, which we'd love to invite you to check out live at 8.30 a.m. for traditional or 11 a.m. for contemporary on Sunday mornings on our Facebook page or the recorded version on YouTube. We'd love for you to check out our social media pages at Creekwood UMC or our website, creekwoodumc.org, for more information about what is happening and how you can grow with us in our mission to share God's love. If you feel inspired, there's also a way to give at the top of the website. Thanks for listening to this sermon, and we hope it inspires you in your journey with God. It's cool to see, uh, I've been here six years, and so these uh, graduates were in seventh grade when I got here. It's cool to see uh, the first time I ever met George Burroughs, he was crawling under tables as we led BBS together. Uh, but the last time we led BBS together was a science astronomy based one, and George led the class on that. So it's cool to see just how they have matured. And, um, I, several of them I can share memories with. Alex McCaffrey is one of the reasons why I don't handle them so well. So, Alex, you have been a blessing in my life. Uh, allow me to share our scripture verse for today. It's from the letter of Paul to the Philippian Church, chapter 1, verse 3 through 6. I thank my God every time I remember you. Constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you, because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. This is the word of God for all God's people. Let us say, thanks be to God. Texans, where now my, my family lives, and 
as you can imagine, on a farm, they had many animals, um, cattle and chickens, um, a five-acre um, stock tank filled with fish that we love to fish in. And I have all boy cousins, I'm the only girl, and um, I know that it's surprising to you, but we sometimes got in trouble. There might have been several instances I can recall of letting animals out of where they were supposed to go. Um, cattle through the yard or chickens in the house or, you know, those, those things happen, right? That's normal with having a lot. Sure. <laughs> but our grandparents handled that with such grace. They just loved us and it was just a place that even when we were silly or made mistakes or maybe had a little um, too much fun, um, we always knew that they were just there. They were going to forgive us. They were going to love us. I can recall my grandfather's face on a couple different occasions. Um, definitely the cows, that was a big one. Um, where he just looked at us. And at first, I thought he was going to have steam coming out of his ears that he had cattle in front of his house, but that was not where they go. Did you know that? And he just looked at us, and I saw his face relax. And he kind of sighed. And he said that he loved us, and he walked away. And that might have been so that he could be angry somewhere else and let my grandmother deal with us, but he did, he smiled, and he walked away. <laughs> and I remember, I knew that we were in trouble, I knew that um, you gotta close gates when you open them, that's just how that works, particularly in the country. But there was just something special about knowing that that was always a safe place to be. And I hope that you can think of some place like that, where you just had that grace, this scripture that Pastor David shared with us this morning is the Apostle Paul writing a letter to the people of Philippi. And in this letter, remembering these people that he's done ministry with, that he's not with at the moment, he didn't get to see them very often. He writes, starting in verse 3, I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you. Because of your sharing in the gospel in the first day until now. Paul knew that these people told others about the gospel of Jesus Christ. They told other people how they were loved, and they shared that love. And he remembered that and thought of that even when he wasn't with them. Much like these places that we were allowed to be children, allowed to be silly, allowed to make mistakes. They sit with us even now, even though we have grown away from that age Maybe moved away. Maybe those people have passed away. And we remember them. We remember being able to just be loved. Apostle Paul goes on to say, I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work in you, God, the one who began a good work in you, will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. So the important thing here is Apostle Paul points out that our work is not complete. The one that's completing the work is Jesus. That means that Jesus knows we make mistakes. God created us in God's own image, but knows that we fall short and offers forgiveness anyway. Knows that the work is completed through Jesus and not through us. So when we started to talk about this idea of perfection, something that John Wesley, the, as I like to call, accidental founder of Methodism, 
um, often talked about this journey toward perfection, becoming perfect in God's love. And John Wesley wholeheartedly believed that he would become perfect in Jesus' love. Well, when we think of perfection, whether we admit it or not, we think of worldly perfection. We look around us, we compare ourselves to other people. You know that I can't say that without bringing up social media? We compare ourselves to someone else's Instagram. These pictures that look perfect, forgetting that before and after that picture was probably a very different scenario. Perfect perfection is not about who's next to us. It's not about how we stack up to someone else because we are all created in God's image. Perfection is about doing this good work that Apostle Paul wrote about. And beginning a good work, though we say beginning, we think of one point in time. Beginning a good work is not one time. Because we are human, we must begin the good work every day. Every day when we get out of bed, we have a new morning, we begin the good work again. And when we mess up, we accept that grace freely given by Jesus Christ. We accept the forgiveness, and we begin the good work again tomorrow. So graduates, specifically to you this morning, I hope that you hear how proud every single one of us are. And your family is sitting next to you your peers graduating with you, the underclassmen that you leave behind to take over those clubs and organizations in the school that you love, and even those that went before you, perhaps to some of the same campuses that you are journeying to. All of these people are a piece of your journey, and you are a piece of theirs. And I hope that you truly know this morning that every single one of you matter. God began a good work in you when God created you. And you continue to begin that good work every day by following Jesus. Not just by the paths you choose and the things you do, though they are amazing. You journey toward perfection in embodying Jesus' love to other people. I can only imagine the way that the children looked up at you this morning, trying to see their faces when they looked out and spotted you in the crowd. They are proud. They want to be like you. Not necessarily because of the campus that you're going to or the job that you're going to continue working after you graduate, but because you're here and you smile and they see love in you. So those of you that are going off to distinguished campuses across the country, congratulations. We are so proud of your choice and your journey. For those of you who are going straight to work and working full-time, whether you're moving away or staying here, congratulations to you. That is a good work begun. Those of you brave enough to just take a year and figure out, discern what is for you next, whether that means working or taking classes or traveling, congratulations to you for what you have accomplished and for distinguishing and discerning what is next for you. Every one of you are on the path to perfection, not because of just what you choose, but because you're following Jesus. Now, congregants, parents, children, 
Sunday school teachers, everyone else who's here in the sanctuary or watching online. This goes for us too. We might want to just point to the younger generations and say, oh, they're the ones that are so hung up in social media and comparing themselves to others. Oh no, I'm talking to you, to us as well. We do the same things. We get hung up on what's going on with someone else in our company, with a coworker, with a peer, with a family member. Sometimes things pop up in our newsfeed and you're like, why can't that be me? I do it, we all do it. We have to remember that this path for perfection, this good work begun in us, is all about being like Jesus. Not someone on Instagram or Twitter, but being like Jesus. So I invite you this morning that though you might not be at this pinnacle milestone in your life like our graduates, you get to begin a new work every day and continue the good work that Jesus made in you. You can do the same thing. Remind yourself not to compare yourself to other people, but to model your actions and your love after Jesus himself. We're so proud of the way that love is shown through each and every one of you. Through the ways that we reach out not only to help those in this congregation and our community, but across the world. We also know that there is so much more to be done. There are people to reach. There are good deeds to do. There are people that need to feel love in the world. And that's why we leave this this place every week and go out into the world and do what we do, different professions, different callings, so that others will know Jesus through us. So remember that the good work begun in you continues by following Jesus Christ. Will you pray with me? Living God, we thank you for the good works in us. We ask, when we look in the mirror, when we see ourselves, Help us to see not only our reflection, but to see you in us. And to know that this good work begun is because of Jesus. God, we know that we were not meant to complete the work. Jesus, you did that for us. And our journey to being perfect is following you, sharing love, and sharing grace. Amen. Thanks for listening. We would love if you could leave us a review on whatever platform you are listening today and let us know how we are doing. Be sure to check out our social media pages at Creekwood UMC and our website, creekwoodumc.org, for more ways to get involved at Creekwood United Methodist Church in person, online, or both. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.